Welcome to the Heal Your Emotions podcast. I'm your host, Kwashanda. Join me as I share heart-to-heart experiences and insights on uncovering and understanding our emotions as energy in motion and how it can support us on our journey of healing and transformation. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's me, Kwashanda, and thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to be talking about the spiritual journey, starting out tarot, divination, religion, spirituality, healing, inner healing, shadow work, the that that beautiful word awakening, right? You know, a lot of people always ask me, where do I start? Or when they see that I'm into certain things, they're like, oh my God, I just started doing that too. Or I just started buying crystals. I just began to read tarot cards and all, you know, all that stuff and human design. And I just want to talk to you today because you can definitely get lost um, if you try to do all the things. If you try to research every type of healing modality or spiritual belief that there is. You know, one of the reasons, if you have ever been religion, it, religious, if you decided to step away from religion and explore the healing arts then you are used to some type of structure, a system. And even as human beings, we still kind of crave structure and order. But if you are stepping away from traditional religion, like you're going to seek that. You're going to still seek answers, definitive answers, something that's pointing to you, pointing in the direction as to like, this is happening because of that and you need to do this to make sure that doesn't happen or to make sure this happens and that's not what the spiritual journey is about at all that's not what the healing arts is about at all a lot of times when it's organized and when it's structured in that a certain particular way where someone can package it to you it's because it is profitable right spirituality is all about you trusting you, you seeking yourself to fully know yourself. And in that process, finding God or either you searching for God and a new meaning for God and then finding yourself. That's all it's about because it really is the same. And I'm not deterring you away from human design. I'm not deterring you away from tarot or, you know, herbalism and things like that, because these are all tools that we'll put here for us to utilize, like I had mentioned in the last episode, right? As far as God, the universe, God creating the universe, and we're part of this universe, and everything in this universe with respect is here for our use, but it's not here for you to use as a, um, you can use it as a crutch, but it's not here for you to use as a long term fix a long-term solution to a problem like these are band-aids if you want if you're looking for something or someone to tell you what to do and how to do it then you might as well just go to religion it's very safe you know there's nothing too scary there spirituality can be very scary because you learn things about yourself you begin to see the world from a different lens an awakened lens right um a clear lens And once you see certain things, you can't unsee them and you will never go back to being the same. So I just want to go over um, tarot, you know, how I use it. I use it to communicate with the subconscious, whether it's my subconscious or the the, the, um, a client's subconscious, 
That's what I'm doing. I'm not predicting anyone's future. I'm reading your energy. I'm reading my energy because a lot of times our conscious mind wants to do things based off of logic and we have a feeling, we have a gut feeling, right? We have our intuition. It's like, eh, you need to question this. And you really don't understand why you need to question it because everything makes sense. All the all the dots connect and everything lines up. And when you when I use cards for clarity, right? For clarity and confirmation, it's really just communicating with the energies that is tied into our subconscious around us. And a lot of times people want to go to readers or get the cards to tell them what to do. And you should not need anyone to tell you what to do if you are fully tapped in with yourself. So instead of studying what what each card means or colors, you know, colors even mean different colors, different have different meanings to us. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, so everyone has the color red and the color pink, and you know it's love. It's the universal, the 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 earthly representation of love. But for someone, it it could have been a color that they wore to their high school prom, right? And that was the worst night of their life. So when they see red and pink, like they don't think love. They think worst night of my life, trauma, PTSD like chaos or either in horror movies it has a completely different meaning right blood like you see blood everywhere I don't I thought about prom and dance in the movie Carrie and you guys I don't know if you've seen it but when they um pour blood all over her and it's like that has a completely different representation and meaning to others depending on what what the the setting is so don't sit here and google okay what kind of candle should I like what color what color should I wear for this the x y and z and a root chakra and all all these things can become fascinating to learn about because it helps you learn about more more about you and begin to compartmentalize certain things and certain energies but that's all it's doing it's not a law it's not rule of thumb it's not for you to sit here and now that you feel like you need to um embody courage you're going to start working on your solar plexus chakra. Like, okay, yeah, but that helps you compartmentalize the energy to where you could be a little bit more intentional in how you move and how you operate and mindful. But that is not the only thing that is affecting your freaking confidence, right? And your self-esteem and your self-worth. There are other surrounding energies and factors that you can put into the equation other than your solar plexus chakra, if you feel like you have a creative block, and I know I'm all over the place, but I just really want y'all to hear me. If you have a creative block, it's not solely based on your your sacral chakra, right? Or you have sexual um, dysfunction or low libido or high libido. It's not just that. There's other, your diet, right? What are you eating? Who are you around? Are you attracted to anyone right now? Are you watching things that stimulate your creativity and passions? Like there's so much more. There's real life. That's my point. There's a real world that we came here to experience as humans. Have we're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience? Um, what did I read? It said we are immortal souls having a mortal experience. And it's just that. So 
we we when we go on this journey of spirituality and self-discovery and healing and doing the inner work, we are just rediscovering what we forgot and it's being presented to us in different ways. The information is being presented to us in so many ways, even down to human design. But that does not mean that you commit to these philosophies that's all it is someone else's philosophy someone else's findings someone else's research someone else's observation that they decided to organize and put on paper and in courses and in content and in audio form and present it to you so you can make sense because that's the way that spirit felt like you needed to hear it and it needed to be presented to you for you to get the point but not for you to stop the point on any from the needle moving like that's not where you stop you keep going you take that information and you keep going you keep moving it's like that song Erica Badu pack light right pack light on your journey you can't cannot retain all the information all the information is not required for you to move forward so just like human design um depending on what if you are familiar with human design if you dove into it if you have gotten a reading, if you've even just did your free chart online, it's like, okay, you are a person, right, that is a projector. You're a projector. I'm a projector, so you're a projector. And the design for a projector is to wait for the invitation and not to give voluntarily, not to voluntarily give our information or be pushy and things like that. And it's like, that's really freaking common courtesy. Right. What what which which design which which um oh gosh, which design does tell you to just go out there and volunteer information and tell people what you intuitively pick up about them or telling people what to do? That's rude. Why would you do that to anyone? And again, I'm not saying there is no validity to it because what you have to remember is a lot of these people, Buddhism, the Bible, human design these people that wrote these um, these texts and pr- it presented it to us, they all went on spiritual journeys. They went into a space of solitude where they could hear no one else's voice but the voice of God. They disconnected from the world however they needed to disconnect from the world. And I think the Quran too, right? Yes, the Quran. Um, and this is what they came back with. This is what they heard. This is what God said to them spirit universe whatever this is what god said to them and they just wanted to share with the world but not for you guys to sit there not for us me included because i have been a victim of just diving into stuff listening always printing stuff out and buying books and oh i heard about this and that applies to me that resonates and of course it's going to resonate i'm a human being that has that's having the human experience and so are you you know, it may not even, even if it doesn't resonate at that time, it will resonate with you at some point in life. You, you can even, you can see yourself in just about any zodiac and just about any human design and just about any religion experiences. We can all find ourselves, right? If you're actually moving forward and growing. So don't commit, don't, don't feel like you have to be extra to find yourself, to find God. That was the the best part of the pandemic. We did most people in religion realize that they didn't need to go to the church to do their fellowship, to do their daily devotion. They they had no choice but to do it at home. 
I mean, not fellowship. Well, yeah, we were fellowshipping virtually as well. So if you want to go there, it's like, okay, yes, it's for community, it's for connection. But you didn't need that to connect you with God, right? You don't need any of this stuff to connect you with God. So use it as a tool. Let it be fun. Let it be fun. Let it be fun for you to see things in a different light. Let it be fun to see how your subconscious is tricking you and has you going around in a circle chasing your own tail. Let it be a tool to help you find strength instead of instead of emphasizing on your weaknesses. Because a person like me that's a projector that is also overcoming self-limiting beliefs, self-doubt, is going to attach and marry that idea of I have to wait for the invitation. I'm going to wait for the invitation right here so I don't have to go out there and take risks. I don't have to go out there and be seen. I don't have to go out there and be rejected. Like, it's safe. These are all things that are safe instead of just going out there and trying stuff and being rejected and falling down and getting back up and dusting ourselves off, you know. And I know early in the week, we started off with overcoming self-doubt. But this is part of overcoming self-doubt too, not looking for things that justify our feelings, not things, not looking for things that validate our feelings. Even religion, like you got a relationship you're trying to get out of. You done blocked the person. You moved. You got a stalker, right? Whatever. <laughs> you moved. You did every, like you did all the things you needed to to get rid of this person. And they're on your mind. They're on your mind. They're on your mind. And you run into them. And then now you're like, uh, I'm being tempted, tempted. They ain't nothing but the devil. No, you've been thinking about this person nonstop. You're really not trying to be proactive. To you're trying to cut them off, but it's an internal thing. It's inner work that needs to be done for you to release this person energetically from being connected to you and blocking them, moving, doing whatever else you got to do, unfriending them. Makes no difference, and if you're still thinking about them, if you're not, if especially if it's unhealthy, they're they're a toxic person that serve you no good, especially if they're that kind of person. Why are you thinking about someone like that? Why are you why are you missing some? What did you miss? How did that serve you? Ask yourself those questions. It's not you being tempted. It's not. It's nothing but the devil. It's you attracting that person into your experience. So let's not go. Let's not take the beauty out of the spiritual journey, the journey of self-discovery, the journey of evolution and expanding and growth and put a ceiling on it to just be within someone else's box, limited box. Again, religion, human design, your zodiac sign. If you are a um, Gemini, they say Geminis are crazy. I've been guilty of saying it. Right. <laughs> I think we've all been guilty of highlighting the negative, well, the unfavorable qualities of zodiac signs based on our our experiences with individual people. But if you're uh if you've got two personalities, you're this way and you're that way, don't blame that on being a Gemini. Why are you one way with one group, friend group and another with the other? Like why? Why can't you find the courage to be yourself fully within both groups of people to constantly walk within your own authenticity and authority daily. Why? You're not crazy. 
you're not secure within with who you are. And you switch between friend groups, different friend groups, to support that. To support that discomfort and comfort. So let's not blame things on zodiacs. Let's free ourselves completely. Let's, let's fully experience what liberation means. You know, right now we have, um, right now it's February 15th, we're in 2024, and Kanye West dropped his new album. I am a fan of him as a creative, but I'm going to tell you why I'm a fan of him as a person as well. Even taking away some things that he said, that's none of my business, right? But the thing is, I respect, not a fan, I respect him. I respect him because Kanye the man is the same person as Kanye the artist. Like, he doesn't separate the two. So you're not going to, you know, they have that saying, like, never meet your heroes. If you are a fan of his music and into him as a musician and a creative, when you meet him in person, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> you, He is going to be exactly who he said he was on that track. As to other artists out there that either played the goody-goody role or the really, you know, aggressive, confident role, and then you meet them and they're like Michael Jackson, like, eh. You're like, wait a second, where's that? Like, you know, Michael Jackson, I'm bad, right? So he has that, even though people love Michael, but in the I'm bad video, he had all this confidence and he's killing it and I'm bad, I'm bad. And then you meet, see Michael in interviews and it's like, he's so meek and quiet and it's like, wait a second, you just inspired me to be a baddie and here you are, you're not even that in real life, right? And I think the reason why he has been able to be, he was so successful when he walked this earth is because he was fully transparent and that in his shyness and it came through through other music and he was very upfront. So he was not fronting, but that was his alter ego, his persona. But my point of saying this is like, let's not allow these things to restrict us from growing and being, growing into who we need to be and being who we truly want to be. Like, that's not it. That's not the end all. Your zodiac is not the end all. Your human design is not the end all. Somebody's tarot reading is not the end all of as to what you should do. What does your intuition say? Let's spend, and I, I really feel like I spoke about this topic before, and it's some a topic that's very near and dear to my heart because I just wasted so much time in the beginning of my journey, feeling like I needed to learn all the things, colorism, herbalism, symbolism, like, and it's definitely, definitely good to know, especially if you are trying to be specific or become a healing arts professional in a specific area. But if you are using these things as tools for your own personal growth, you don't need to know them all because you won't grow. You'll either hit a plateau and get stuck chasing your tail around or you will create imaginary limitations or you'll be just so stuck that you won't be diverse in other things that could help you grow in other areas because one tool could not help you grow in the other. Like there's no way you're going to learn um candle magic right and herbalism and all that stuff there's no way you're gonna do that and do that effectively 
if you don't understand the law of attraction, the law of the universe, how to truly manifest. Manifestation is an art within itself that I'm telling you right now, no one can master. No human being can fully master it. You can be aware and you can probably like if it was on a scale of a out of a one to a hundred, you could probably get to a ninety-five. But being that you are still a human having an experience and there's going to be um there's gonna be obstacles, there's gonna be interferences, like you if you're self aware as heck. You can overcome all that stuff, but that 5% is going to come into your experience and you're going to have like, darn, why am I feeling that way? Oh, why did I doubt that? Oh, why did I second guess that? Oh, why, why am I even questioning that? Why am I planning that? Why am I worried about that? So even manifesting is an art within, within itself. So you can't just even boom, um, your chakras, like you know all of them, but do you know how to let it flow? Letting it flow, letting your chakras flow and grow is not about knowing what each chakra means. It's about letting go. Like now you know, now be aware. It all goes back to self-awareness, self-knowing, inner knowing, and growth. So continue growing, y'all. Continue learning and applying and integrating and do not try to learn it all because we we came here to learn, we came here to live, we came here to grow. Neither is more important than the other. All equally important. And let's not forget the share. Let's not forget the sharing part. That is the most important part of light work sharing, right? That's what it's about. We do this together. We do life together. We grow on this journey together by helping, supporting, informing, and sharing what we learn and our experiences with one another. If you have made it this far in the episode, thank you so much, y'all, for listening. Thank you for rocking out with me. I truly appreciate it. If anything in this episode resonated with you, be sure to give me a rating below and share with a friend. And do not forget to come on over to Instagram and follow me at QT Relentless. That's Q-T-R-E-L-E-N-T-L-E-S-S. Until next time. Love and light, y'all.